What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Doucet, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect, and you're now tuned into the Frames for Second podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing one of the most controversial documentaries at the top of this decade. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Netflix series Tiger King, Madness, oh, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Um, we got the original crew joining us for this uh, discussion, so let's just jump right into it. Oh yeah, BZ ain't here, but we he uh doing something with FIFO. Make sure y'all check out they beat battles and uh um versus uh on Twitch. Um, there should be a link connecting to that soon. But yeah, let's get into this documentary. What are y'all? What were y'all first overall thoughts after you watched this this this, this whole documentary? I can't believe I watched this whole documentary. <laughs> Was it? Was, well, I should say, was it willingly? Did you guys just watch this just cause, or was it like a lot of y'all friends or just people talking about it that made you check it out? So I saw. Then, go ahead, Aaron. I saw people talking about it. I saw B talking about it. Then I saw it was a documentary about tigers, and I didn't want to watch a documentary. Um, <laughs> and I watched it because it wanted shit else to watch. So it was something that you know uh, me and my wife watched together. Um, I mean, once you start watching it, you just can't believe what you're seeing on screen, you know, but, um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've seen in a while. So I saw people talking about it on the social media. And so I was like, Ooh, let me see. And so I watched it and I promise you four minutes and 37 seconds into it. I was like, this is bullshit. And I turned it off. And so then Roderick is like, I think I'm going to watch Tiger King. So I said, okay, I'll try it again. I tell you, it took me four or five different times to sit down trying to watch this thing to actually get through it. And I didn't really get into it until the very last episode. No, when did I get into it? When old boy shot himself. That's when I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, and then and then I was interested. But, hell, that was like towards the end of the damn documentary. That was like, what, episode five or seven? I can't believe this thing was this many episodes. Why do we need all of this? Thank you. I'm not, you know what, I'm, I'm going to let y'all talk. Oh. Um, I saw it before the whole... Um, <laughs> like uh, staying home, COVID thing. I saw it in, in Netflix um, before and I was just like, what is that? It, and, and I skipped past it. And then like, kind of like y'all, I saw people starting to talk about it. I'm like, why are people talking about that, that Tiger King thing? What, what's going on with that? So, so I was like, so that made me want to kind of check it out. No, no, what made me, and then, and then I saw, uh, Nick say something about it in the thread. I'm like, oh, so people really are talking about this Tiger King thing. Like, you know, I'm like, I ain't got nothing else to do. I mean, it's, you know, we in the house, so I might as well just see what everybody's talking about. Um, because I wouldn't go, I would have never watched this um just off of off of the whim of Netflix pushing it. I just go ahead, King. No, you know what else got me was or was Cardi B, because I think I saw her talking about she was gonna raise money for this dude. So I thought I thought they screwed him over. Cause I, I was like, I don't care about these damn crazy ass white folks, you know, off of this damn country ass town. Yeah, I don't and I typically typically don't care about that stuff either. Like I, I, I don't care about a lot of different white people's problems sometimes. Like I just I, I, it just don't interest me. That's cool, but it just doesn't interest me at all. So but when I started watching it, I was like, man, this is this is kind of interesting. Like, I, I want to, I want to, I think Naomi's like, why are you watching? I was like, it, it's, it's interesting to me. I don't know why, but it just is. And then, like, uh, I want to say the, the next, like, next couple episodes, I was like, okay, I'm losing interest. All right, what, I, I, I'm, I'm over this. I'm over this. And then it, it went in waves. It was like a roller coaster. It was certain things that would pull me back in. And then, and then it'll pull, certain things that'll pull me out. But then by towards those latter end, I was like, okay, I'm in it at this point. I got to see what happens with this whole situation. So I know that, that that's more than probably what you're asking for right now. But yeah, that, that's my whole take on this overall on this thing. What about you, Mike? I was just going to see if you were going to 
<laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> Um, I watched it just because, you know, as y'all know, I work from home. So I'll, I'll just put shit on in the background while I work. Cause lately music distracts me. I don't know why, but I put, I put it on just because it popped up and it was this brand new thing and it looked fucking ridiculous. And I, I like documentaries. Um, I kind of wish I wouldn't have started it because typically with me, if I start something, I'm going to go ahead and finish the whole thing. I didn't really expect it to be a lot about like animal abuse because I'm not cool with that kind of shit. But uh, it was it was entertaining for the most part. Um, I would never recommend it to anyone, and I'm I'm actually quite surprised that it's so fucking huge with people. Like it's it's so popular. I don't really get it because it wasn't that wild to me i mean it's 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 meth head ass white people and big cats and that was kind of it i think that was that was it for me um as far as how i got to it it was based off of the hoopla that as far as social media and just just like my friends talking about it but as i'm like beginning to watch it i think that's what it was fascinating that these group of rednecks or like these different groups of rednecks have somehow come along this, I guess, million to billion dollar industry and no one knows about it as far as I was expecting more regulations to be on it since it's dealing with animals, but it wasn't. And that was what's shocking to me. Like, not only are they making a lot of money, but there's no one really watching over how they're acting. So they're just doing whatever. And it's just like a big ass shit show. So I, I thought that was, that was the most entertaining fact. Like, how is this? How did it start, and where is this ending? Because they white. <laughs> yep. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, it's, it's probably different, all kind of businesses out there that white people thrive from that we probably would never thrive from that get shut down. And, and it, I don't know, man. It just that that's why these type of things really don't typically don't interest me. You know what. White people's brand is really, really strong. Mm -hmm. And this breaks that. This shows like more of, of the rule side, more of what regular white people are like than what we're often, uh, what is shown in the media. And it becomes an infatuation because people it feels like people don't believe that white people can act like this. <laughs> That's why this show and the show like the whites of West Virginia, I think, or whatever, people become so enamored and fascinated with. I know, and I know the animal abuse thing and stuff like that, but it really was about Joe being this gay guy in this polyamory relationship <laughs> in some country ass place petting goddamn tigers. There's only tigers and people getting their arms ripped off and shit like that, and he just wild and and country and crazy as hell. As hell. And that's that's what they want to ask you, Ross. This was this was mostly primarily done in Florida, and I I don't know if you since you grew up there, I don't know if you were, huh? Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, it's Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, I thought they, they were showing flashbacks to like Tampa and stuff like that too. Yeah, Doc Ansel, his farm, his zoo, I think, is in Florida, but uh, Joe Exotic is in Oklahoma. Okay, but like, See. did you? Don't do, don't do him like that. I was gonna ask. I was like, did you hear about these big cats or anything like these shows and stuff like that? Did you hear no, about that growing up? No, no, that's so outside of my world, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know anything about it is because <laughs> a lot of animal rights organizations were were broadcasting this mm -hmm. so, i mean this this has been something that's been going on for a really long time no yeah obviously yeah no i mean, I mean i just didn't really feel like we needed the whole seven eight episodes yeah that was that was the thing for me especially like because the whole series is it focuses on like a small but like they're obviously interconnected type of society of like these big cat showmans and stuff like that 
But it seemed like the story was mostly about Joe Exotic against Carol Baskin. So I didn't know if that. I was expecting her to be dead by episode seven. I just knew they was on her killed her. I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand how it went from oh we're learning about this whole crazy showman thing to like oh we're dealing with a murder trial for the last third of the whole series. And like, but no one got murdered, and there was so much evidence that said that kind of should have got him off. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like... Who got who off? Joe. As oh, far as that, that murder count. He was trying to kill that bitch. No, no, no. No, but I'm just saying this. He met money to kill her. Yeah, what evidence was there to get him off? Because there was, there was text messages from him, because uh, they were trying to say Joe was the one that paid a hitman to kill her. But then there were text messages as far as, like, from saying that Jeff was actually the one that was plotting to kill Carol and maybe uh, blame it on and plan everything on Joe. The bike trail on Google Maps. Joe Exotic actually gave his homeboy with the teardrop tattoo <laughs> money to mm-hmm. kill her. Like he actually put three, he didn't give him as, as much as he was supposed to, but he actually gave him money to kill her. See, that's I, the problem I have with these documentaries because this shit it's aggravating because people will half-ass pay attention and the way, and it depends on how a documentary is spun, people will automatically go to, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, we need to rally for this guy. Because you already got Cardi B doing it. And I meant to send you a screenshot of West Side Gun was posting Free Joe Exotic while Primo and RZA were battling. So, I mean, this is a thing now where people have now started to rally behind Joe Exotic who is, in my opinion, he's a sexual predator. He's yeah. also an animal abuser. And he's also a fucking murderer. He's not a murderer, but he's an attempted murderer. So people need to stop with this shit. And these documentaries, sometimes they're very, very, very irresponsible. And I think this one was extremely irresponsible. If there's thing we need to rally around is to get that poor boy therapy for who, who sat there and watched that boy shoot himself in the head accidentally. That's what we need to rally money for. He should have then got seen, talked to a counselor about that because I felt traumatized just watching the footage. Yeah. And I didn't know until the end, after this, this bullshit-ass extra episode they added, I didn't know that it was an accident. I think when I watched it the first time, I assumed he just shot himself because it was he killed himself. Yeah, right? yeah, I didn't I he know did that he he didn't know there was a bullet in the chamber. So that makes it so much worse. Because there was video of him saying like, "This is my last day" or something like. What? Remember, like he was like playing with his gun or something like that. And, he, and I thought he said something like, "This is like the last few times you're gonna see me." And then, because he because the guy was always saying the guy always had a gun on him and he always shown it and like putting the gun in someone's face. And when he explained how he just shot himself. I thought he just like pulled the gun out. I was like, bam. But he was like, nah, he was just trying to show me that there's no clip in the chamber or whatever. But that was real. That was real fucked up how they did that in the documentary, though. Mm -hmm. To make it seem like he committed suicide because he couldn't put up with Joe's shit. And I felt some kind of way when the truth was revealed in that extra episode. Me too. I'm like, man, y'all got me feeling sorry for this kid. I, I mean, it's still fucked up what happened, but. You know, I felt worse because he obviously got pulled in a situation that he had no intentions of being in when Joe tricked him into thinking he was damn gay by asking him that question about uh, uh, what is what dicks does he look at when he watching porn. I don't know if you guys remember that. Man, he tricked that dude, man. He did. You can't trick somebody into liking dick, bro. No, he did. He no, was like, he, he did. did. But see, that's another thing that the documentary did. It keep, it, I feel like it kept throwing these ideas out there that were inaccurate. That dude clearly enjoyed whatever Joe was giving him. But Joe was definitely a predator. I agree. And I'm thinking the dude was already bisexual. He had to be. He had to be. He had to be. Okay. To stay that long, yes. But I'll give you that. But I don't know. He still, still think he got tricked. <laughs> He got dead out my chick. He said, he said, which dick size do you look at more? <laughs> said, did you think about it for a minute? You know you did. You were like, wait a minute. Now, oh shit, does this mean, oh fuck, you thought about it. <laughs> I, I was like, no, nah, I didn't think about it. I was like, man, 
I was like, don't you let Joe trick you in the thing. He pulled a fast one on you. <laughs> what did y'all think about just the rise of Joe Exotic? Like how he like how he just basically got into it. Cause I felt like they they used his sexuality to explain who he was and how he got into the cat game. Cause they cause I think he talked about like when he he knew he was gay since he was like twelve. And like he, when he tried to bring it up to his parents, his father told his mom to take him out the will or something like that. And he basically felt isolated from then. And I think uh, the only thing that gave him like a connection was him being around animals and cats and stuff. Uh, at least that's how the documentary portrayed it for me. Uh, Mike, what did you think? I think that's bullshit. I don't think that that's, that's what was happening. I think what gave him a good feeling was trying to get famous. Joe Exotic's entire MO was to be the kingpin of the big cat industry and have a harem of young gay men. I don't think it had shit to do with him being interested in big cats. I don't think Joe Exotic has any respect or love for animals, period, because he was clearly murdering them whenever he felt like it which was revealed later on. And if you, if you get real bored, you can go read, there's articles that are written about this where Joe Exotic was killing animals just because he had a bad day. He would just go shoot a tiger. Mm. You know, Joe Exotic was not someone that gave a fuck about anybody but himself. He just wanted to be famous. I will say one of the things that surprised me in watching this documentary was knowing how many big cats are, uh, in, you know, here in the states, like I had no idea there's more ta- more cats here in prison in the states than there are in the wild. Like that was that was kind of crazy. And and to me, that's what was so shocking is because when I hear about rare animals or like animals that are on that extinct list, you would think those are the ones that get protected the most or should be protected the most. And they're bringing these cats in on that are from Antarctica or from cold places in hot ass crates in the back of vans and shit. And I'm like, who, there's no regulation for this? And because they're not hiding it, Joe was doing an online show before people were really doing like vlogs and stuff. So for only like 80 people at a time. So how the hell is this not caught on wind, especially with PETA being so big? Like I would have thought that things would have got regulated by now. Why would it get regulated when it's a million dollar industry? You think the government isn't getting any money off this? Why would they give a shit? People in general, humans, are already arrogant enough to where we think we can do whatever the fuck we want and the earth will just regulate itself. So there's no reason for the government to step in yet because they're making money off of all this shit. And as long as it's going to make money, the government is not going to do shit about it. They're not going to step in because they're like, oh, the poor animals, they're extinct. They don't fucking care. Mm-mm. I, I mean, I feel like a broken record, man, but you always look for the money, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That 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 explains a lot, you know, and it explains this this situation here. I think another thing was like the people he had around him. Like I don't like Mike. You mentioned like how he manipulated people. Like he did it for not only just for sexual favors and stuff like in relationships, but like just as employees. Like they only got paid with like one hundred fifty dollars a week, and they had to eat expired meat that they were that was left over. I don't think that's true. Yeah. It had to be. You see the, the trailers they were staying in? I think the people that Joe Exotic found to exploit were people that genuinely did care about these animals. I think Buddy with the no legs, I think he genuinely cared about those animals. I think um, the guy that got his, his arm bit off. He South. Cared, say again? South. That, yeah. He yep. cared about the animals. Joe Exotic did not. And it just sucked that these people got manipulated into not realizing this shit until it was way too late. That just seems really, really extreme. Like, I know he provided housing and gave them old Walmart food to eat from, but, and I know that he he took advantage of people that just got out of jail also. Mm -hmm. Um, But how the fuck do you survive off that shit? If you don't have rent, 150 a week really ain't that bad. Think about it. If you just got out of the out of the out of prison and you got nowhere else to go, nobody's gonna hire you. 
but this guy is going to let you hang around these exotic, beautiful animals. He's going to provide you with a place to live, and he's going to give you 150 a week. Man, you just hit the lottery, bro. And they were, they were traveling, too, so you seeing the whole country. Oh, yeah. They were, they were going to different malls and stuff, which I was surprised that malls would allow these animals to be pet like that. Like, like they were like having these big cats in cages, in these small cages. I don't know. For me, it was just, it made me realize like, wow, like people really don't give a fuck about animals. <laughs> like, that's what I really like. People really don't. And it's been that for like decades now. And I, and I know it's something that you can, it shouldn't be shocking, but to see a documentary like this, it just, it, I don't know. It's just like, damn, like this is fucked up. Uh, um, unless you're black, Nick. And I, I say that because Look at how, look at Michael Vick. They despise that man for the thing he did where he was involved in with, with the dolls and stuff like that. Joe Exotic got this documentary out and he becomes a celebrity. Those situations are slightly different though. The reason, the reason Michael Vick was, was easy, it was easier to take him down. I'm, there's definitely racial aspects in there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. But the reason it was easier to take Michael Vick down is because there's already regulations around what Michael Vick was doing. The government was not making any money off of dogfighting. So it was easier for them to say, oh, yeah, get this motherfucker. Take him down now. There's all this money being made, and we're not getting any of it? No, nah, we're not having that. With Joe Exotic... Like I said earlier, they're not going to put regulations around that because they're making money off of it. So you're saying that if it was illegal and he, and if it was illegal, he would be looked at differently? If what was illegal? What he was doing yeah. with the cats. Because yes. he still murdered cats. He still killed the cats. Like, he went to jail for that. They have records of that, too. Yes. If what Joe Exotic was doing was illegal, of course it would be looked at differently. I don't think the government would allow Joe Exotic, if he was, if it was illegal and Joe Exotic was not paying any of this money to the government, yes, they would have taken him down by now. But what because about the, the public perception of how society views both of, both of these characters? Because, you know, at, at the end of the day, they found evidence that he, they dug up the bodies of six tigers that he killed. Yep. And he, you know, and that was part of his conviction too. So he is in jail for animal abuse as well. Yes. But yet somehow, because of this documentary, he's looked at different. It's like people are overlook, overlooking him blatantly flat out killing these tigers. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. So I, I just, it's just. It's the irresponsibility of the documentary. I'm with you 100%. They should have, yeah. they should have drilled that part into the story that this dude is a psychopath. They, they tried to at the end. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It, very light. it became more about the salaciousness of the situation and the right. situation with Carol and she fed her husband to the cats and all this romantic situation. And mm -hmm. It became more about the, the juiciness than about the actual issues. But Carol was, was damn delusional too because wasn't she arguing about this? Did she do any exact same shit? That's as like that shit had me confused. I'm like, what am I watching? I don't exactly. understand. Talking about Roderick even said it. He was like, you talking about protecting the cats, but you wearing all this cat print. And so I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. What? It was like as if it was cat skin. We know it's not real leopard fur, but the point is like. <laughs> because like, because she said something about that she wanted to bring attention to it by wearing the fake stuff. But yeah, yeah. when you entice people to want to go get the real thing, even though you're wearing the fake stuff to be like you. And but you got just as many cats in in, in cages as well. So I just I did I just didn't get this whole thing. This whole thing was just confusing me. So yeah, I I just, say it again. I was, I was just saying she was a hypocrite at the end of the day. I mean, not even realizing that she's doing the same thing. My cats and kittens. Exactly. And then as far as like their beef and they're like going against each other it feels like the documentary was trying to make it like she's the moral one and he isn't but then like when you keep just watching you like they're on the same shit and i was wondering how she wasn't getting like how how come jeff how come carol how come none of them got involved with like getting 
ridiculed or indicted on anything, but he got all the animal charges and murder charges. The documentary wasn't doing that. She was doing that. She was trying to make it seem like she wasn't going the same place. No, nah, the documentary was doing that. The documentary, absolutely. The documentary made it very clear that they were spinning Joe Exotic to be the, the crazy bad guy that just hates Carol Baskin for no real reason. They were not portraying it like Carol Baskin was just as much of an abuser as Joe Exotic. I didn't see that again. It, I, 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 I felt that too, but I also think what, what Carol did, real quick, Rod, is that she had the government on her side. So she used those forces against Joe by trying to make it seem like she was doing it all with, with good intentions, that she cares about these things and Joe was this big evil guy. And I think because of that, they just overlooked what she was doing. Yeah, I think towards the end, it kind of showed like, you know, the, 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 the documentary was kind of taking her side. But early on, I don't know if it was the documentary or just my just logic or common sense that showed like, yo, you're doing the same thing. And they actually showed, like went on when they did like somebody secretly going on a tour of her, um, of her facility showing where the cats were in cages and weren't eating and all that kind of stuff. So they did show it, but I will say that they didn't spend a whole bunch of time on that and kind of made it like she was the smarter or she at least believed she was a martyr. So, I mean, it, the, this shit was crazy. Yeah. Because because like, even, even the fact that, you know, he's paying his workers and she's getting volunteers. Like she didn't pay anyone. She she pocketed everything that came into that thing. But a lot of those places are like that, though. Nah, nah. Joe Exotic paid his workers, and no, no, no. everybody else paid paid in house. Okay, did I, did I miss something? No, maybe maybe not. I don't know. What I'm saying is, a lot of those animal animal sanctuaries are like that. A lot of them are run based off of volunteers. That's all I'm saying. But she's but she's getting money. It's not like it's not like she's running a um, nonprofit. She's actually profiting off, off of the off of people coming there. And I guess what, yeah, and the other people that's doing it too are as well. Right. Yeah. Everybody's profiting from people signing up coming to these places. The difference is that she's not paying the people that work there, and everybody else is actually paying the people that work there. So she's just, like she's probably even worse, and don't even realize it. She's not providing anything for these people, like no housing, no food, no nothing. They they're simply signing up, volunteering, dedicating their lives to this thing. It's like a it's like a lifetime volunteer thing that they're doing. That's crazy, and you're not even paying them one cent. To me, what's even crazier is the fact that he Joe had some type of political career. <laughs> while in the midst of all the bullshit he was dealing with, like running for president and then governor, like how, again, maybe it's like, again, it's the white people thing, but it's just like, how are you able to do all this stuff? Like he that, like when they introduced the campaign manager and how he was just saying like, Joe was an idiot. And he would even ask like, I don't even know what we're going to do when we win or if we win. I, I didn't understand how, how it got to that level. Because it was just bizarre, man. There's some crazy white people out here in this world, bro. And and you just watched seven episodes or six episodes of some of them. Yeah, because then was it who who was the person that started running and people was like, for real? Like who who was it? Who was it? Schwarzenegger. Not Schwarzenegger, but that was one, right? And then and then uh and Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, but but when is it? When is it something that somebody went by the name of D's Nuts or something like that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that was a joke though. <laughs> but but people was a joke. Really talking about it, like yo, I'm gonna vote for D's Nuts as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but see, that's why he did it. Cause look at your reaction right now. <laughs> that shit is legendary. But I'm sure that whole thing with, with, Joe, with, with, with Joe running for president, that stayed pretty local, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't oh, make it. No, no, no. no, no he, he was on John Oliver. Yeah, As a nice joke, show. though. Yeah, they were making fun of him. Like, they, he, they knew he wasn't going to make it very far. Right. 
I feel like that happened with somebody. This fool with his face on condoms. I, I, I mean, that was kind of dope, though. I was going to say, his branding and marketing. That was kind of dope. He had the tiger. I'm not trying to pull out a condom and look, and the first thing I see is damn Joe looking right at me. Well, you might not, but due to look like the meth head ass junkies that he was bringing home, they might be like, hey, this shit cool, dude. They might be cool with it. I mean, he's sexy to somebody, I would assume. To someone? That money sexy. This, this fool, this fool did had country what money? videos. We had money. Man, them the, the, hold on. Them videos were tight though. Don't front, Ken. That shit was tight. That shit was tight. I'm like, like I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get that Joe Exotic album, bro. Bro, I was gonna say them, bro, them songs was bangers. See? <laughs> I saw a tiger. <laughs> Nick, don't 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 listen don't listen to Mike, man. <laughs> I'm on there right now. I'm trying to see if he has an album. If he does, I'm buying that shit. Too I much. think he got two albums. Hold on now. That fool was nilly vanilla in that thing, bud. That's okay. <laughs> That's crazy. he was serious too. And then and then when they had the funeral and and he was singing, was he singing at the funeral too? No, nah, at the funeral. Were you talking about Travis? Yeah, man, his eulogy was like, man, I, I remember Travis. All he would do is just come in the room and just dangle them balls around, and he, he, he dangled them balls like they were golden nuggets. But this fool burst out into a song, Nick. Oh, yeah. he got an album. Oh my god, he got two of them. I'm buying both of them. <laughs> Yo, this y'all don't see him. I'm in the room. <laughs> We're gonna play that as soon as they lowered the casket. <laughs> hey, uh, uh. Saw tiger. <laughs> I thought it was really messed up that he had that boy mama come in his, his wedding. He had what? What boy mama? Oh, he his his new husband. Yeah, so after Travis died and he met and married that other that other little boy less than two months later, and he invited Travis's mother to the wedding. Just so he could post pictures to show that she had given her um, approval of the wedding. Y'all didn't peek that out. No, yeah, it's a good ass game, man. I thought that was cool. It was worse than that because he just invited uh, Travis's mom. He just had his husband, a flower girl, and they was just taking pictures outside of Camp Crystal Lake. And I'm like, <laughs> just to just to basically say that, oh, she's cool with the new transition of me leaving uh, Travis and stuff, like. Man, yeah, this. Hey, what about when one of them damn tigers got after his ass? Got him by the leg. Calm down now. Hey, calm down. Calm down now. Calm down now. <laughs> and he was like, y'all didn't even come help me. <laughs> <laughs> he got mad. He was like, somebody put some uh, perfume on my shoe. For the yeah, he thought somebody did it too. <laughs> my like, man, come on. <laughs> I was waiting. I wish one of them tigers would have really got a hold of his ass. Cause, man, this shit was. Put himself in danger. He never put himself in danger though, because um, the, 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 another thing they were saying on the on the on the bonus episode is that he didn't even really. He was scared. He was terrified of tigers. So, so I, I I mean it felt like I mean with obvious reasons, but like they just went on there just to shit on Joe even further. Yes. You know, so I I, I mean. While it may be true, it didn't feel as authentic as it was, you know, when it was in the documentary. The 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 best part to me of the documentary was, as far as the funniest part, was the, the trial and how, like, everybody was snitching on Joe, but they were trying to say they weren't snitching. <laughs> like, they were like, nah, we ain't really snitching, but we gonna tell on him. I'm like, they were just coming up with so many excuses for how, like, they were like, oh, he was a piece of shit. But I'm like, you've been working for him for 15 plus years. Like Rick Kirkman, he was the producer of the whole thing, and now he's talking about some. Oh yeah, I I gotta live with that now. I gotta take that to my grave. Like you own, you still own Joe Exotic TV. You have all the all the recordings and stuff. You made them big. Now nah, they burnt all that shit up. Now he has servers still. I thought he didn't have any of that shit. I thought all that shit went up in smoke. Joe, Joe the, lit this shit up, bro. I think the early the um. Yeah, yeah, from him, from uh, Rick's side. But Joe had servers still that he was trying to use in that trial 
to get them off. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, huh? No, I was just going to piggyback on something Nick said. I thought that was odd, too, that, you know, they worked with him for so long, and it just seemed like they flipped on him pretty quick to have been working with him for so long. Because I think it was the murderer part that got them to flip. They didn't really... But he always did. He always... Yeah, he... Based on the, based on the, what the documentary showed. That's the point. I, he always used to talk about. They still stayed around. And was wait, like, what are y'all talking? Wait, I can't tell what y'all are talking about. Which point? So I'm just saying that for them, for everyone basically, basically to flip on Joe, it just seemed a little odd to me because it's like, okay, y'all already knew he always joked about trying to murder this Carol girl. Y'all oh. always knew about, you know, certain things he was doing around there. Y'all always seen this stuff. So like why all of a sudden it's like now that he he's he's in a he's in a situation where he can face years, now you're like, oh yeah, he always been a piece of crap or whatever. It's like it's because he actually paid to do it. They yeah. before that they thought he was joking. They didn't take it seriously until he actually paid the teardrop guy to actually go do it. And then they were like, okay, so all of this other shit he was saying, he wasn't joking. He must have been serious. The animal abuse stuff, I don't really think that everyone knew about that shit. It seemed like only a few of them knew that he was actually murdering tigers for no reason. You're living there. How do you not know these things? How do you? You don't hear when a, when a rifle or a gun go off. And but remember, he was lying about why he did it, though. He would say, oh, the tiger was sick or the tiger charged at me or whatever. So at what point do they, un do, do they, do they know that it wasn't sick or anything? The cat is dead. So how do they know that it actually wasn't? Wait, what do you what do you mean? So, so so at what point did you say, oh, he was killing healthy he he was killing healthy tigers if you never knew the tiger was healthy? When the other guy said the um the the guy that came over and took over, I forget his name. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? I, Jeff. Yeah, but he was new to the scene. Like, how did he? How does how does he know that? But but you gotta think again. You're a lot smarter than the majority of the people that are working at these places. These are people yes. that probably have little to no education. I hate to be mean, but little to no common sense, and they get sucked into this place, and they're given an immediate father figure with this Joe Exotic guy. Right. So if Joe Exotic says, "Oh yeah, I killed this tiger because he was sick," and they're yeah. like, "Oh, he didn't seem sick yesterday." Well, I I saw him, and he was sick. Okay. Then, then years on the line, then Jeff shows up. Mm -hmm. Joe Exotic, for whatever reason, is divulging this information to Jeff. And then Jeff is like, yo, nah, he was killing these tires because he was in a bad mood. They didn't know before. Yeah, he had all of them brainwashed. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. For them to follow a guy that just came on the scene trying to take over a business. I mean, he was he, a lot he, nicer to them than Joe was. Yeah, yeah but he, he's liable, liable to say anything. No, nah, but okay, you got to think about it. It all came after the whole I paid to murder someone. Once you have been shown to have paid to murder someone, I can tell you anything about that guy. And you're going to be like, yep, that's probably true. Once you realize that Joe Exotic paid to kill Carol Baskin, Jeff could tell them, yes, he was also murdering tigers. Yes, he was also kidnapping monkeys. Yes, he also raped three dogs. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, shit, if he murdered, if he tried to murder Carol Baskin, then yeah, all this other shit is probably true too. I thought it was also because, um, remember during the time where he was losing a lot of money, he was transferring a lot of the business name or, or like positions within that business that he was running to his employees. And I felt like that got them on the hook for like, if anything happened to the company, they would be indicted as well. And maybe the, the feds were like, all right, we'll take, we won't charge you with this if you tell us about this. Well, nah. well their excuse was this. Their excuse, their excuse was like, they always knew he was a piece of crap. They always knew that he was doing this. They were just there for the cats. That was their end of the day. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I believe that. Nah, the way they're treating them cats, like when they when they drag that, uh, when that one tiger was uh, giving birth to those cats and they dragged that cat through the fence, I was like, come on, man. What did like, you expect them to do? No, I'm just saying, like, you can't, you can't tell me you were for the cats when we see all this footage of y'all just, like, treating these animals like shit. 
But I repeat, what did you expect him to do? Did you want him to go in there and pick the cat up while the other cat just gave birth? The cat would have ate him. That's his baby. I don't know. I, I guess. I just thought there would be a more humane way to do it than that. Well, yeah, by not having him in a fucking cage to begin with. But if it's in a cage and it gives birth to a baby cat and Joe wants to sell that baby cat, he has to drag it under the fence. He can't go in there. That cat would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, then what about the cats they had in suitcases that they were just bringing to random hotels? Like, that wasn't just Joe. That was like the, the employees doing that too. Like, you know, you can't move a cat like that. I that mean, I was Joe's had... people. That was Jeff's people. That was Jeff. And they did. But those, weren't Jeff, weren't, um, didn't Joe's people go to Jeff's side? Didn't they work for Jeff too? I thought that was before Jeff. Mm, that was before. That Jeff was doing yeah. So do y'all think Jeff, I got two questions. Do y'all think Jeff set Joe up as much as he could? Uh, and, and so I guess, let me define that a little bit more. Um, in terms of the, uh, uh, the murder, because that was his boy. So do you think he kind of manipulated yes. Joe into going through with this plan? I think Jeff was more involved than, than what he wasn't charged with. I think they, they dumped everything on Joe because it's easy to dump a lot, all of it on Joe. But I think there was a lot of other people involved in that. Yeah. Because Jeff was a piece of shit, too. Everybody in this documentary was a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All of them deserve jail time. All of them. When... <laughs> I guess the other thing that that I was I was questioning was why did the FBI get involved in the first place? When do they care about local murder for hires? I thought if if anything crosses state lines, I thought that's when the FBI gets involved cuz I think that's why when he when they say he hired the guy from out of town like the hitman, I think that's when the FBI gets involved. But what made Carol so important? That they had to go after Joe. It wasn't about Carol being important. It was just about the fact that Joe was setting up to murder somebody. It could have been anybody. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Why would, why would they be so concerned with Carol but not anybody else? I don't know, man. It, it, was, it just feels weird. Like I, 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 And I don't know. I guess, honestly, I... It, it did seem like they were protecting Carol. Like Carol was a cahoot, not cahoots, but she was more well connected than anybody else who had this big cat showmanship thing. Like it seemed like she had connections for why she, like why she wasn't getting come after, like he was getting come after by like Peter and all the other animal rights people. Like it seemed it like just seemed like some, something that would be more for a local police or officials to get in, like the OBI, Oklahoma Bureau of Investigation. Well, I, I don't know, man. It's just for the federal. Well, you did say they did cross state lines because he went to Florida. It just seems weird that the FBI became that interested in this particular case. It's not like that's the only one that, that's happening. What made this one so special? I don't know. It's just odd, man. I thought the FBI cared more about like real like federal shit that really impacted the the sanctity of the US more than some shit going on in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they said it at some point that that FBI lady, but I can't remember though. Cause it was something that just kind of okay, this is the last straw thing, but I can't remember what that was. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I really can't remember what that was. Dang it. I wish I did. I wish you did, too. Because <laughs> y'all remember the scene when they showed the, the, the FBI lady? They made it a big thing. Like, they, it was like this big yeah, intro. Yeah, I, I do. And I don't remember her saying anything that made sense to me. It was in that moment. I can't remember what it was, but it was like some, It was like a last straw thing. It was like, okay, now we had to get involved. because Especially some damn country-ass white folks peddling goddamn tigers. Damn, I can't remember what it was. So let's go back to the money thing. Like, is Carol making that much money for them that they need to protect that asset? What the fuck is Carol doing over there? Because the law that she she tried to get passed, she's been trying to get that shit passed, what, 15, 10, 15 years now, 
and that shit's still out there and and uh and i guess still pending yeah again she has some connections to why she was protected and and she was able to do and move around the way she did that's what that's the only reason why and that's the only reason why i feel like they still she killed her husband and fed him to the tires and tigers and got all, her, all his money. And they didn't go after that. There was no, no the, the government don't give a damn about country ass, trailer park ass, redneck ass, hillbilly ass white folks. They do if those redneck ass, hillbilly ass white folks are making a shit ton of money. And you got to remember, I don't think Carol, I don't think it showed Carol Baskin selling and trading animals mm -hmm. whereas joe exotic was joe exotic was getting baby tigers and selling them off you know i don't think i don't think carol was doing any of that shit so when you start factoring in that because there's a lot of money in that mm -hmm. so he i'm sure he's not sharing any of that with the government so maybe that's why the government stepped in but i mean those are all valid questions i don't i don't remember it really explaining that either I just always took it as, oh, they got tipped off that there was a murder for hire, so they stepped in. But you're right. The FBI probably wouldn't step in for that. Wasn't it some money situation? Because um, that's what Jeff was getting upset with him about because he was, like, um, misappropriating funds or the way he was, like... Oh, yeah, for the... For his yeah, political campaign. Was this was illegal. Yeah. Basically, the money I gave you to bail you out of this zoo, you're now mixing it up and it's illegal and i'm attached to that type of situation so i think it has something to do with some money stuff but who knows honey? but that oh. that was for jeff because jeff couldn't go back to jail right so that yeah. that would have sent him back um and that's that was like some irs shit. the reason why the, the uh the feds got involved was because of the united states fish and uh wildlife services i remember uh there was something in the documentary saying they have almost the same amount of power as the fbi when it comes to investigating wildlife and, and, and that type of, those issues. So I think that's the reason why the government got involved. How Can much you read the whole article that you're looking at? Because that little part you just read doesn't really explain nothing. How much well, money is Carol like, making for the government? They had uh, undercover. He was, um, they were getting him because of some lemurs or some shit that he had. So he was trying to get out of them charges and acting undercover for the murder for hire with Joe Exotic, the little chubby dude with the Chucky, Chucky doll haircut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one that had that, that uh, SUV or something like that, right? Yeah, but, but, sold somebody a, a legal Hummer or something. But what Nick was just talking about, I don't, I don't really get how that, how that explains anything. Because if it's just about the, the wildlife and fish organization, that doesn't explain why they only went after Joe Exotic and not Carol Baskin unless it has to do with the fact that Joe Exotic was selling and peddling these these wildlife. Well, I think with, with Carol, because she had so much evidence with his threatening videos, like as we mentioned, like on his show, he was always threatening her. And then uh, those, I guess, based off of that, she was filing charges and it got, and she sent that to PETA and that other organization. That's when they came after him. Nah, PETA, PETA is not, a, PETA is not, a federal organization they can't issue charges so no i'm saying peter was work uh it was uh it was both of them not like not like peter was working with the government but like the uh since they were threatening them peter was already after joe exotic trying to take him down or from their jump from what i remember like early on before it really got mainstream it was just recently that the uh, United States Fish and Wildlife Service got involved after those threat, uh, Carol and her husband, her now husband, was filing charges and, and trying to expose Joe for all this time about all the stuff he was doing uh, behind the scene. That doesn't, again, I, I understand what you're saying, but that doesn't explain anything because there was nothing really that Joe Exotic was doing differently than what Carol Baskin was doing. So when you take the PETA aspect, PETA are a bunch of pieces of shit anyway. So you can take them out of the equation. They're fucking idiots. But if you're looking at the federal government and the FBI and all that, it doesn't really make any sense that, oh, Carol Baskin was filing charges, so therefore the FBI stepped in. I'm kind of with I'm kind of with, with Ken on this one. It doesn't really, it doesn't really add up. There has to be something else. And I, I don't think the I don't think the documentary did a very good job of explaining that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not making sense. 
I don't know yeah. if we ever get the answers. Because I was wondering how he was facing like 79 years uh, and then like, what was it, 19 charges? Mm -hmm. I was wondering how all that stuff was adding up just onto him. So yeah, it, it escalated very quickly. Right. And that's, that's real odd. Maybe we missed something. Maybe they did explain it. We just didn't catch it. I think they did, man. I just can't remember. I was trying to look it up, but I can't. I really, I can't remember it though. There's they nothing else on that thing you're looking at, Nick. Not in specific. I have to. Oh, okay. Let me go into more detail. Because I don't know if anybody's really asking that question. I think they're so caught up in just the eccentricness of of Joe and himself. And just the craziness of everything that they watch that they don't really care about the rest of it. Uh, how it's not making sense. And, and for me, knowing the government be on some shady ass shit, man. Mm -hmm. So there's something else going on that caused them to take this extra step. Well, outside of the murder charges, he was in violation of the Lacey Act and the Endangered Species Act, which... But again, the I mean, anybody... I, I don't know. I don't know much about those acts or anything like that, but it still sounds like they could, like that's anybody could have came and got them for that shit. Like, right? We're talking about the FBI, man. <laughs> like this is the elf FBI. This is not the local borough of investigations. Because I can understand if it was like, because you know Georgia has one. If it was like the local, that would make a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. Because you know it's it's a state run thing and maybe going back to what you said earlier because when he paid him and that guy crossed over i guess he went to tampa or whatever that made it a federal thing at that point maybe that's why and but where did they say or when did they say that the local bureau of investigations in that state contacted the fbi to pass them that case because it was out of their jurisdiction that's so yeah, final thoughts on the uh, the documentary? It was it was it was fairly entertaining. Um, I think I I, <clears throat> I think I wanted to see a different outcome though. I don't I don't feel like I was satisfied with the ending of it. They just kind of wrapped it up. Um, I wanted something. I wanted something that ha happened to Carol Baskin. I wanted something that I wanted something to happen to everyone in some in some capacity. I didn't want it to just be Joe Exotic. Like, like none of the, none of what these people are doing is right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like just shut down the whole operation. If you're gonna shut down one, shut down shut down all. But I do get if the you know the government's getting money off of it, I get why they will keep you know some of these businesses running. But um, yeah, man, I just you know. I'm like what Mike said, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. I wouldn't want to know anybody that waste their time watching this, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watched it. It was okay. But it's like one of the things I just wouldn't recommend to somebody. Like, yo, you don't, you, your, your days can go on without watching the Titan King documentary. Like, you'll be fine, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that would be my advice to anyone. Like, yo, you'll be fine without watching Titan King. It was real interesting like watching some of the black responses to it, it's almost like they didn't know white people could be this crazy. You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like it was a whole world opened up to them. You know? <laughs> and it was just like this big fascination with with just, you know, this 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 type of, of, of white people in, in general, because you often don't see that. Um, they, they, you know, I, I, you know, I go back to like, they do a good job of like, maintaining their overall image. Like when you think about trailer parts and stuff like that, most of that shit is off to the side, hidden behind like some woods and shit like that. You don't even see the shit. You don't even know the motherfuckers exist mm -hmm. until you just happen to look over one day on a highway or somewhere and you just see it. So it, it, was, it was funny just seeing like the responses, the comments, you know, on that side. But, you know, I, I, I could have done without it. I. You know, he was crazy as hell. All of them motherfuckers are crazy as hell, especially the dude that got, you know, his arm ripped off and, and tried to protect Joe. You know, like, that's some crazy ass shit. 
you got a motherfucker walking around with goddamn both his legs, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and got the shit color coding and shit, you know, got the shit painted up and shit like that. It's like, it's, it was just odd, man. It's just weird, but this is, this is just white people's shit. It's just like, I don't know. It's just crazy that this became this, this, this thing that people fell in love with. And then the campaigns of West Side Gun and Cardi B trying to get this dude out of jail. Y'all motherfuckers got other shit to worry about than to worry about this goddamn motherfucker out here damn shooting and killing goddamn tigers and trying to have a white woman killed. Why y'all worried about this dude? Y'all need to worry about your own shit. So much stuff, so much of it, so many other things. Yeah. Fuck Joe Exotic. It'd be all right. Mike, what do you think? Um, I I wish I could just watch this and be happy and, and giggle and laugh and say, oh, it's so funny, like most of these people. But, you know, I I, I tend to overthink things. And I, I think this documentary is extremely problematic. I think people are watching it and they're, they're, the takeaways are the absolute wrong takeaways. I think that every person in this documentary is extremely problematic from from Joe being a complete animal abuser and a sexual manipulator, a sexual predator. Um, I think the other guy that had the other camp, I forget his name. Um, say again? Yes. He's another sexual predator. And all of these people are using animals as currency in order to continue being sexual predators. And I feel like the documentary did an absolute shit job showing that. Because that was my takeaway. Like these animals, these fucking endangered animals that have no business being in a cage are basically being used as dollar bills to continue making these perverts acceptable and and enticing to younger people. And it's really fucking gross. Well, they wouldn't give the time of day if it wasn't for the animals. Exactly. Exactly. This dude is showing up with tigers in a suitcase to get girls to come up to his hotel room. Why is the documentary not focusing more on that type of shit? Instead, yeah. we're all laughing at Joe. Look at Joe. He's so funny. He's a redneck with a mullet and all this other shit. And it's like, yeah, but he's also manipulating these younger kids into being his boyfriend it's gross all of this shit to me was just fucking bad i'm looking at netflix with a side eye i understand y'all gonna make your money but i'm also looking at these people that are now making joe exotic some kind of hero got him on t-shirts and shit all of y'all are fucking plain out idiots y'all should be rallying behind trying to get the fucking president out of the chair, but y'all looking at Joe Exotic. Cause y'all got a Joe Exotic running the uh, country right now. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. I would, I would, I would. When I was watching this shit, I was just like, man, if Joe Exotic wasn't on this documentary and he was running for president, man, I could see these dumb motherfuckers voting for him. I was saying the same thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was saying the same thing. It's crazy, especially with that soundtrack in the back. <laughs> they even showed it right they even showed like people that that was going for him or whatever when they said those those uh rodeos or wherever he was they're like yeah i vote for him da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. and i was like those are the same people that was voting for trump because joe exotic represents one of them and it's fucking nuts but the yeah. last thing the other thing that i thought was really problematic about this is they had a great opportunity to delve in how cults work and how it's easy to get younger people to get involved with cults. And they didn't do that. Joe Exotic's shit was a fucking cult. That other dude, McStuffins, whatever his name is, it's a cult. All of that shit is very cultish behavior. And the, no one's gonna step in until we get another fucking motherfuckers mixing applesauce and drugs and dying. Like nobody is paying attention to this shit. And yeah. we're laughing, it's not funny. They touched on all of that. They never, like you said, dive into like the seriousness, the ramifications of it. They just was just like, oh yeah, it may be a cult, but let's move right. on. Let's move on to something else. Let's move on to him saying some bullshit at a funeral and stuff like that. Like you had, you had seven episodes. This whole story could have been told in three. 
And you could have spent three more delving into all of the problematic behavior of all of these other groups, but you didn't do that. I kn I know we're wrapping up, but let me ask you this, Mike. If they would have taken more of a serious approach to it and less of a sensational approach to it, do you think it would have even became a thing? Yeah. Because I, I feel like I feel like Joe Exotic, there was no way to tone down his sensationalism. He was a character. Mm -hmm. So people would have watched it regardless. But if they if they went deeper into how this dude uh, at the other camp is getting this younger wife and then, oh, they went and got this young nanny who's really hot and there's all this weird shit going on. And if they really went and delved into what's really going on with Carol Baskin and her weird ass husband, I feel like it would have been just as good. But for some reason, they had their, their, their mind set on let's show Joe Exotic as being this murderous psychopath and let's end it there. And that's weird. Yeah, it was. I, I really didn't like it. I also feel like if it wasn't for the quarantine, maybe it wouldn't get that much attention. Because I, I mean, yeah, I, I do, I do agree with you, Mike. Joe Exotic is a character, but if this was on, on, on any normal type of day, especially during this time of year, or spring and summer, people are going out more usually. I don't think this documentary is like, oh, this world phenomenon. You got to watch it. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, like I said, I saw it before everything started happening. I saw it on, on, on Netflix. I, I, I easily passed by. Yeah. I had no, no desire to watch it. Me either. But it wasn't until people started talking about it. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our final thoughts on this whole Tiger King series. Um, oh. You got something else, right? I did have one other thing. Do y'all think Carol Bassett killed her husband? I couldn't, I couldn't care less, to be honest. <laughs> I, think, I think she did. I, did, I think she's too weird. Like, her and her new husband's relationship was just awkward. I don't know what it was. It just, it just felt like something was going on. But what reason do we have to think that she really killed her husband and fed her husband to the Tigers, besides what Joe Exotic said? Well, her um, husband, ex-wife said, everybody seemed to think that he was like saying that he was over it and he was ready to go and this bitch is crazy. Even the Maybe lawyer. He, huh? Even that lawyer, I think, thought so. I think that that story is just a sexy story and it's fun to think about. So we just kind of want to just keep it running. I don't, I don't really, I don't know if she did or not. Again, I don't really care that much, but. Just well, really, he, had, he had money, right? He could go somewhere. Yeah, he was. That's what she Wait, all three of y'all were talking. Yeah, I didn't hear right. nothing nobody said. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't he, didn't he have money? Didn't he buy an island somewhere? He probably left her crazy ass. Mm-hmm. He probably went to that island and fell in the water. Mm-hmm. You don't cast away. Yeah, he over there with Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, time out. Rod didn't answer. You threw that question out, but you didn't say shit. Did you think you think he killed? You think she killed him? Yeah, I was trying to answer. That was when everybody was talking at, at the same time. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, no, I, I, it's just odd to me that that you know he just disappeared. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think because of what everyone was saying from from the ex-wife to to like I said the lawyer, like it just seems like everybody thinks that yo this lady killed him i think she filed she filed something too as far as like uh like if you go missing for a while a, a while absentia. Like a hmm? huh? it's called absentia yeah i think she filed that very quickly and i think that's what raised a lot of people's eyebrows and then the, and then the wording of that if you disappear oh like, that 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 yeah, yeah i forgot about that you're right <laughs> it's like why how did you how did you have that in the clause? Like, if you disappear, like, mm, I forgot about that part. It's you like she killed him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Mm. Y'all let this lady get away with this because she's a million because she has so much money. Like money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It, it, it's like paying people off to turn a turn a blind. What are they call turn a blind eye or something like that. It's like you're paying people to turn a blind eye to this. It's crazy. 
it's absolutely nuts, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just was wondering what y'all thought about that. Yeah, I think she did it. I think her, I think all of them got dirt on them somehow. Murder, obviously, uh, animal abuse. They all should be thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. All right, that's our review for Tiger King. Um, please let us know what your thoughts on this documentary series. Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Um, please let us know in the FPS podcast Reddit thread and also on IG and Twitter. Um, please also continue to rate and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends to do the same because um, we're trying to get our numbers up as well. So, yes, please help us out. Um, but with that being said, that's us for this week. We out. Okay. Peace.